Jazzcast Pros. So Simone Biles has exercised her right to live a front seat life. People will tell you, you know, oh, just smile. If you want to be happy, be happy. It's a choice. That is for a generally healthy mind, right? But when you have a mental health condition, it's not about just snapping out of it. It's not about deciding that you're going to be happy or deciding that your mind and your body are going to stay on one page. If it were that easy, it would be done. They have shown us, by they, I'm talking about um, Shikari Richardson, Naomi Osaka, Simone Biles. They have shown us what it means to live a front seat life. To say, I really don't care what you think, this is what I need to do for me. Self-care is about making the tough decisions so that you could be healthy and pursue a life of happiness. Welcome to Living the Front Seat Life. I'm your host, Kelly Marie, and I invite you to take this journey with me. We're going to be talking about all things mental health and emotional well-being. You see, I am a overcomer. If you are interested in figuring out the path for you to determine how and where you drive your future. This is the place to be. We get to determine the ride. We may not get to determine the weather or who's on the road with us or if it's going to be a scenic route or not, but we are the drivers. So join me on this ride, living the front seat life. Welcome back to Living the Front Seat Life. It's me, Kelly Marie. And as always, you know, I am thrilled to be here. Thrilled why? Because today is not promised, and yet here I am. So last time we were together, I shared the Be the Light story, where that came from, and what it means to me. And since that time, some things have come out um, in the news, and I I want to kind of recap and bring us to today. Bring us to today as it pertains to what it means to be the light and how mental health has become the hot topic by way of sports. And the reason why I'm focusing on this particular way in which mental health has been brought to the main stage is because it has been episode after episode, issue after issue, story after story of athletes needing to focus on their mental health. And the kickback that they receive from fellow athletes and from the public. So this isn't about athletes per se. I am not an athlete. I love sports, but I am certainly not an athlete. I love to to bike ride. I love to hike. But I am not competitive in those areas by any stretch of the imagination. But here's what's happening. Now, we record the podcast a week before you guys get it. So by the time this gets to you, there may be some more information that has come out. But if you look at what is happening right now as it relates to Simone Biles. Now, we've talked about death and grieving, and the way in which people need to be allowed to just be and grieve. She withdrew because she had the twisties, 
and um, the twisties being, you know, when your your mind and your body are just not connected. Now, for me, I don't have the twisties, but because of borderline personality disorder, one of my um, conditions that I live with, I have this thing called disassociation. And I, I, again, have never experienced the twisties, but it seems like disassociation to some degree is, is a little similar, um, where you're, you're not attached to your body. Like your, your mind disassociates from its, its present place. And when I heard her talk about the twisties and, and, you know, about how she's feeling and what it means to, to not be able to be in control of your body. You needed to do one thing and it decides to do something else. It hit my heart, you guys, because no one should be or feel out of control. I mean, I, I can't even imagine, first of all, being able to do a split, let alone the type of things that she and other gymnasts accomplish in their field. And we have folks that are berating and making demeaning comments, um, basically telling her to suck it up. Whatever it is that she has going on, she needs to be able to suck it up. And isn't that the same thing that we hear with everyday folks when they are experiencing a mental health crisis or a flare-up? Maybe they don't even realize that they have a mental health condition that needs to be addressed. But people will tell you, you know, oh, just smile. If you want to be happy, be happy. It's a choice. Now, last week, we talked about perspective and how changing your perspective changes your experience. That is for a generally healthy mind, a mind that is, is I want to say, in full control of their emotions and and thought processes, right? But when you have a mental health condition or are experiencing a mental health challenge, it's not the same. It's not about just snapping out of it. It's not about deciding that you're going to be happy or deciding that your mind and your body are going to stay on one page. If it were that easy, it would be done. So were you one of the folks that were, you know, like, hey, she needs to suck it up. She's an athlete. This is the big stage. This is what you get paid the big bucks for. Or did you, you know, feel some compassion, some understanding? Why is it that we are talking about her and not other athletes that are going through some outbursts, you guys? Why her and not the others? So that is a whole nother topic that we are just going to park right there. But think about it. Why Simone Biles? I know why, but I want you to figure that one out for yourself. So think about that one. But back to the mind, back to the body, back to perspective, back to the ability to control one's being and what that means, how it looks and how it feels. So I don't have our sports analyst with us today, Robert Devereaux. Um, he's off doing Robert Devereaux things. I don't know, but I wanted to take some time and just, you know, close the loop for lack of a, a better term on this um, emerging topic. And so why do I say close the loop if it's an emerging topic? Because we are here to, to talk about living a front seat life and what that means. And so Simone Biles has exercised her right to live a front seat life. She has 
told us what she needs and what she's going to do. And that she doesn't need any of us to co-sign or support her decision. But it would be nice, folks, if that's exactly what we did. Because we would want the same if we were in that position. So we are going to pretty much close the loop, at least on this part, because they have shown us by they, I'm talking about um, Shikari Richardson, uh, Naomi Osaka, uh, Simone Biles. They have shown us what it means to live a front seat life, to say, I really don't care what you think. This is what I need to do for me. Not only is this what I need to do for me, but this is what I'm going to do for me. So I bring them up. Why? Because they are living examples, like live on the main stage examples of what it means to live a front seat life. We're always solution focused here, right? Like what do you need to do to take care of you? Now, what I want to do is just take a minute and move a little bit into an area that we're going to dive into deeper next week. Um, I'll be introducing my uh, mental health mom and we are going to talk about motherhood and mental health. But in order to get to that piece of living a front seat life, it was really important for me to close this loop to let you know I am in fact paying attention to the world out there, that there is yet another person who is speaking up about their mental health and doing what they need to do despite what others may want them to do. So how does that relate to you? Are you able to take something from what they're going through and apply it to your life? Are you able to consider perspective and change how you see what's happening right now? Are you able to look at things from their viewpoint? You don't have to experience it to be able to empathize or understand. But are you able to see what's happening and say, ah, yes, I can see how someone needs to take care of themselves. Or I see how I need to take better care of myself because I have an example of what that looks like. So when you're, you know, thinking about your girlfriends or the fellas and, you know, you don't want to tell them no, you you don't want to let anyone down. Think about the example that these women have set for us. They have turned away millions of dollars. They have turned away the I'll say, quote unquote, love of the people in order to take care of themselves. I think perhaps (laughs) that as we evaluate what we need to do for ourselves, we can pull from the examples that they have given us. Some of them have had tremendous repercussions for taking and exercising self-care because self-care is more than just getting your nails done. It's more than a spa day. It's more than five minutes alone, you know, away from anyone and anything. Self-care is about making the tough decisions. Self-care is about changing your own perspective about you and what you deserve so that you could be healthy and pursue a life of happiness. Now, I want to give you an example of self-care that I heard of a while back. And um, you guys might have heard um, the the example of self-care being the 
um, when you're on the airplane, you put the mask on yourself first and then you help someone else. Every time you fly, they tell you the same thing. It doesn't matter how many times you have taken a flight, they go over those directions the exact same way every single time. So much so, if you fly often, you know if they skipped a step or missed something, right? Right, like you hear it so much that you can repeat verbatim, you know, what the directions are. Self-care is putting the mask on yourself first and then helping those around you. Now, that is going to look different for different people. It's going to be saying no. It's going to be making those tough decisions sometimes. And it can also be spa day. But it's about putting the mask on you first because you need to exercise self-care. But here's the thing. So many people confuse self-care with being selfish. Self-care and selfishness are two totally and completely different things. It may look the same, but the intention and purpose is totally different. So let's go back to this example of the the plane. Plane is in distress, right? You put the mask on yourself first so you can help others. Self-care. Selfishness would be putting the mask on yourself and then letting everybody else around you die. Because even though you are able to help them, you choose not to. That's selfish. You've taken care of yourself. You're secure. Your mask is secure. And you just watch the people around you suffer. That's selfishness. Now, mind you guys, this is an example, okay? The other side to that is selflessness. This is where it gets a little tricky because a lot of people think selflessness is self-care. They think it, it is necessary for them to be selfless so that other folks will be okay. And we're talking about people that you love, people that you care about, people that you want to do well in life. Selflessness is you're in that same situation, you're on the plane, the mask falls down, and what do you do? The selfless thing to do is to start putting and helping other people put their masks on first. You help the person in the seat next to you and, and, and the, that, the next person over. Then you get up and, and start moving down the aisle and you're helping all these people put on their masks. But what about you and your mask? You end up dying, right? Because you helped everyone else around you, but you never took the time to help yourself. Self-care is about the necessity of taking care of self. And sometimes that's fun. But honestly, self-care, things like setting boundaries, saying no. We've talked about saying no. We've talked about setting boundaries. We've talked about perspective. We've talked about what it means to live a front seat life, what it means to be the light, right? Self-care is not always easy. It is not always sexy. It is not always this cool and glamorous, you know, I keep going back to spa day. I don't know why, but it's not necessarily spa day. It is you expressing and taking action because there's a difference between the two. It's you expressing and taking action on those things that you need to do for you to be healthy. Because here's the thing with self-care. Another example would be, a glass and and not the glass half full 
example, but you're filling the glass up with water and the glass is full. Someone comes and they need some water and you decide to give them a little water. Somebody else comes by, they need some water. You decide to give them a little water. Then you give them a little more water. You give the next person some more water. But you never take time to refill your glass. The trick with that is self-care in this example is keeping the glass full and giving from the overflow. You continue to pour into that glass and what pours out is what you give to other people. So you're never depleting you. You remain full. That, my friends, is self-care. So I want to leave you with that. I want to leave you with focusing on your self-care. And it's going to make sense because next week we'll have Mental Health Mom here with us. And we're going to talk about mental health from a parenting perspective. So guys, you can come back next week too. I think you'll get something out of hearing from her as well. And um, self-care, guys. Think about it. What are you doing to take care of you? The difficult things, the tough decisions, the no's, the yeses, the pouring into self so that you're giving from the overflow. So get ready. Now, if you are in crisis or you need help, help is available. I want you to take down this number to the National Suicide Prevention Helpline and save it in your phone. It's 1-800-273-8255. And the reason why I'm telling you to save it in your phone if you haven't done it already, yep, I give you the number every week. Save it in your phone because you never know when you're going to need it. It may not be for you. You may need the number for someone else. So you never want to be in a position to be without. So 1-800-273-8255. Now, if you're looking for resources, um, it, this is not a, a medical emergency. It's not um, you know, a, a, a situation that needs immediate attention. You can call the 211 hotline or helpline as well. 211 will be able to give you area specific. So wherever you're living, they can look up by your zip code um, services and things that you may need in order to increase your health, increase your physical health, increase your mental health. A lot of you guys are caregivers. You may have questions about um, being a caregiver, about resources that are available in your area. You can call 211 on your phone. It's a national number, 211 from wherever you are, and they'll be able to help you find some resources that can help you exercise self-care and to help those around you. So until the next time, I encourage you to be the light, as always, and also, you know, to be kind to yourself. Be the light to you, too. I'd love for you to put in the comments um, your your reactions, the things that you're going through. If you have implemented any of the tools and suggestions that we've talked about here on Living the Front Seat Life. If you haven't already, please like the podcast, share the podcast, subscribe. We're on your favorite podcasting platform, whichever that may be. But you'll get updates so you won't have to remember to listen. Your phone will tell you when a new episode is uploaded. So again, until the next time, folks, be the light. It is always a pleasure. It is always an honor. Um, and, And yeah, be kind to yourself as well.
Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.